This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I doubt that the food supply system will ever be the same. The Gardener's Supply Company sent a notice that millions of Americans are turning to gardening as a refuge for physical, mental, and spiritual fulfillment, unquote. The reason for the notice was to tell customers that they were inundated with orders for garden supplies and that their workforce was negatively impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, too. I hope that these hobby farmers have green thumbs, but at least it gives them something to do when they are in stay-at-home mode. I have heard Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue tout how well our food security is, but that is being a cheerleader. There are major problems with our supply chain that is going to get worse. On the meat side, the supply chain is backed up to feedlots and hog barns. Packing plants are an essential service, and what we have learned from this recent period of these plants operating in the pandemic is that they quickly become COVID-19 hotspots. Operations are curtailed, and hours when they resume will be shortened. Cost of production per pound goes higher. This is a bellwether for what all manufacturing processing plants should expect when they try to open up. It is not just the proximity of the workforce and the plants that is conducive to spread the virus. Packing plant workers tend to live in ethnic communities that are concentrated. My subscribers know that I wrote that it would take a miracle for meat plants to get through this unscathed. No miracle happened. As a general statement, some portions of the food production and distribution have done well. Truckers are very essential, and they have stayed healthy. Grocery workers are another essential worker, yet they are the bottom of the pay scale. For the most part, we can be thankful that grocery workers have come to work and few have been infected. Fruit and vegetable production is highly labor-intensive that relies heavily on immigrant labor. Donald J. Trump wants to close our borders to immigrants, but will exclude migrant workers from that executive order. Otherwise, there would be a further greater disruption of food production than there already has been. The most major disruption of our food supply system is in how we package and distribute food to the various retail venues. They're having to adjust packaging for a grocery-centered market. The pandemic has altered consumer consumption patterns. The record unemployment ahead will increase food insecurity. That is why USDA needs to support food banks as they are doing. It'll take a while to adjust the food supply chain to the current disruptions occurring. This will be a fluid changing situation where the flow from farm to market will continue to change. The current disruption is causing some massive financial losses to some participants of the supply chain. Supply has to adjust to demand. Producers need to survive that long. Cheap food will be lost to the pandemic at some point, which could be a year away. Food prices will soar and consumers will be stung by the food inflation. On the hogs, Tuesday's kill was 26% short of last year. USDA keeps revising previous kills lower. Plants that are operating are doing so with shorter hours. The kill should have been 494,000 head or more, so that means that 140,000 head of hogs are still on feed. That should not be backed up in just one day. The JBS Worthington, Minnesota plant closed. They can't keep workers on the job. A packing plant is not too much different than a cruise ship, except that someone is bringing COVID on board every day. The risk is not only at plants for workers, the risk is at home. How do you social distance with three generations and 15 to 20 people living under the same roof? Some residences for plant workers are not much different than dormitories. Packing plants are ripe to turn into COVID-19 hotspots. 
The next point of contention is likely to be over producer contracts. Whose 140,000 head of hogs did they not kill? Those owned by packers or those contracted? When you tighten up pork production to the degree that they are doing, that means a reduced supply availability. This is allowing pork values to recover to that some of them are starting to look normal. Our best ham buyer is Mexico, and the peso is deflated in value so that it takes a lot more pesos to buy the same amount of U.S. ham. The standard packer margin reached $70 a head, and with it getting so easy to find hogs to kill, packers will not have to bid for them. The longer that abbreviated kills last, the easier it will be to get hogs delivered to plants. It is not as bad as the crude oil market, but still heading in the same direction. I'm not convinced that the hog market is bottomed yet. There will also be some liquidation pressure. You could give a hog producer the corn to finish his hog for free, and he'd still lose $10 a head. Will the CCC payment cover that? We also have a glut of fed cattle and a shortage of beef. The consumer is getting hosed at the meat counter, and feedlots are getting fewer cattle killed, taking losses. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.